Taylor Hall is essentially like Cartman from South Park. Like Cartman, you know he's gonna die at the end of every episode. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Kenny? Kenny, bro. Kenny, Kenny, you dumb fuck. Hey, okay, okay. Hey, no swearing. <laughs> That's worse than my my blunder at the Jays game. You know, game. I'm just like Cartman. <laughs> I thought it was Cartman. No, I don't watch the show. Bro. Neither do I, man. Not even I. Welcome back to the Cockpit by the Sports Rooster. I'm joined today by Adam Younes. What's up, everyone? Brady Anderson. Hello again. And we have our first guest star here, Mr. Fish, Arkham Yulani. <laughs> What's up, guys? Today we're going to be talking a little bit about the hot takes going into the newest NHL season. Uh, and hot takes being something that's a potentially unpopular opinion or... There's going to be a lot of... <laughs> I was, I was laughing because... Adam has a chip in his mouth right now, and I, he was like looking at me like he's not ready to crunch it. Like <laughs> a little uh, ASMR going on. Hi, welcome to the cockpit ASMR. Did you make that a thing where, like, when you say cockpit, it has to be very sensual. Goaltending. Oh, always, always got to bring back goaltending. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So uh, the dog days of summer are over. The NHL season officially starts back up on Wednesday, uh, as we are filming this on a Sunday. So we are some days away. Uh, and to start us off with the hot takes, Brady? Honestly, I don't think this is terribly hot. I don't think it's like a flame. Uh, speaking of Flaming Hot, we're sponsored today by Flaming Hot Cheetos. Not really, but if we were, that'd be great. I've eaten about 300 of them in the last hour. They're pretty delicious. For me... I think the Florida Panthers are returning to the playoffs. I know that's not a crazy hot take, but their squad is just too good. With the addition of Bob, not only are they returning to the playoffs, but they're going to return as more than just a wild card seed for me. Woohoo! Blistering hot. What are you talking about? Not hot enough. <laughs> that's what I feel. I'm I'm very on board with that. Honestly, I mean, who do they have right now? So they got Bob on the. Back end. Bob's going to be huge for them, but they've also got a healthy... If Ekblad stays healthy, that's going to be huge. Keith Yandel needs to keep reversing the hands of time, as he's been doing lately. Barkov's only getting better. Uberdo's only getting better. A healthy Vincent Trotrek can make a huge, huge difference. Mike Hoffman addition last year, another big thing. For me, like, their top six is solid. Their... Don't forget their coach. Oh, they got Quenville. Yeah, they picked up Quenville, and he's known to be a defensive-minded guy. So, see, the thing is, like, it's their first year together, so maybe it's gonna be like a Babcock situation with the Leafs, where at the beginning they kind of just like, uh, they just kind of like smooth off. It's all about like structure and play. They could, I could see them. It's just that I don't see them because the top three for the Atlantic for me are gonna be Boston, Toronto, and. Uh, Tampa, so it's like kind of like having that. Would they be able to reach the wild card position with other teams also fighting for a playoff spot? See, that's what I think. I think it's going to be a battle between Toronto, Boston, and Florida for that final spot in the Atlantic. And if Florida has more than three hundred fans show up to one of their games, I think they can do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I don't. I don't think it's like you said. It's not too much of a hot take, but I think it is because if you look at the Florida Panthers' defense, it's still pretty fragile. Yep. 
Aaron Eckblad is known for having a lot of injury problems, so he has. I don't think he's played a full 82 game season since his rookie. I don't know if he even played a full yeah, 82. I, yeah, that's a, don't quote me on that because I have to look at the stats. But like looking at their top six this year, or their six like yeah, their six defensemen, um, Ekblad and Keith Yandel are their top two guys, and Yandel is more of an offensive defenseman than any, like than actual like shutdown defenseman. So you have Aaron Ekblad as your main guy. Uh, they brought in Anton Strawman, but he's 30. Five now, so you can't depend on him too much to play a shutdown role. He's more of just like a veteran leadership in the change room, penalty kill guy. Yeah, kind of thing. And aside from that, like you got Michael Matheson, Josh Brown, Oof. Mark Pissick. That's a stupid name and it's a stupid player to have on your roster. <laughs> so like again, like last year, Bobrovsky, he was shaky at the beginning of the season. Like he, I think Arkham had him on his fantasy pool, and how did he do? For like, he wasn't that great. He's streaky. He was off the case. Columbus had a much better defensive core. Like you had Seth Jones, who was injured for the first month, but then came back and had a fantastic start to the season. Zach Wierenski is a great, like young shutdown defenseman who, who has offensive like prowess. He can move the puck quickly, which is good. Uh, David Savard, Ryan Murray aren't like laughable defensemen. So Columbus had a much better defensive core. So saying that Florida will jump into a, a divisional playoff spot is, I would say, is a hot take, which I'll give you credit for for having the balls to say it. Because their defense still isn't that great. They're, that's the the one thing that's really going to hold them back. Is as far as defense goes, you know, you lose an Ekblad, which is more than likely considering his track record. They're looking real rough. Real rough. Real fast. But it's the same that you could be said. Uh, same thing could be said about Toronto. Though. You lose Anderson and... And we're in for a tough time. You lose Bob, we're in for a tough time. Whereas I think Boston might be a little more solid in terms of they could sort of hang on even if Rask were to go down. Well, yeah, because yeah, they, they have uh, Halak. And Halak showed yeah. last year that he, he fought for that starting role because Tigaras was going to shake you during the regular season. So, I mean, Boston does have a lot of veteran depth who have been through the tough times and know how to deal through that. See, that's the thing, right? Like, I only see, like, Boston only dipping is if their core actually, like, goes out. Like, if once Charles retires, Bergeron's gone. Until their, like, core's still here, I just don't see them dipping. Yeah, fair shout. Well, well, that's that's why I think um, <laughs> it'll be tough. But, yeah, Florida Panthers are going to finish in a playoff spot, not wild card. I really like that as a hot take because, like, while Adam thinks it's a pretty hot take, like, I don't think it's that crazy. Especially if they, because I, I find that Florida will probably be one of those teams that outscores a lot, a lot of teams rather than shutting them out of their net. So I can get behind that. I like that. I'll, I'll go next then. Um, so my my hot take, and what it, it may be one of the more tame ones of, of this episode, but whatever. Jalapeno flavored Cheetos. Yeah, exactly. We're not we're not not flaming hot. Um, I think the Dallas Stars will win the Western Conference. Now going going into the playoffs, like I mean that's that's a whole different show in, entirely. So that. My mine's not pertaining to that, but I think they have. I I think they have the tools. I think they have the 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 know how, the now experience that they that that squad has gained from from past failures. I think they're they they're finally in a spot where they could win the could win the West in the regular season. Um, I think Jamie Ben will bounce back from whatever that was last year. <laughs> um, uh, I think Sagan will finally get out of the seventies for for points production and finally step up a little bit. Um, I think, uh, and I think what the most probably underrated player on that team, Miro Heiskanen will, will step up yet again. Um, and Bra- 
Brady and I talked about him a lot last year, and I think um, he he didn't really get the love that he should have gotten from from the league, and especially from kind of really casual watchers. So I, I think he was he was definitely one of those players that looked a lot better if you were watching Stars games versus if you were just digging into stats. Absolutely, Miro Heiskanen is he. I think I think. Um... Firstly, I do think that's spicy. Like winning the West this year, especially with the juggernaut that is Nashville. Their squad is so deep. The addition of Matt Duchesne. I think they finished first in their division last year, and their number one center was Ryan Johansson. And Ryan Johansson, who played their number one center role, is not a bona fide number one center. So now he's getting bumped to the second line, and Matt Duchesne's running the first line. So they're an even better team. So saying the Dallas will win that division, that's as spicy, well as, as well as winning the conference, is a spicy oh, that is very spicy. Yeah. Nashville is one of those teams where they buffed their offense hugely. But their defense is also still just as nasty as it's so always been. So nasty. Like, come on. No. And you still got San Jose locking up Carlson to that huge deal. I know, Adam, you're not a huge fan of the way he plays in his own zone. But you cannot deny the fact that he is the most talented offensive defenseman the league has seen in years. I'll give Spence some credit. That uh, take had some attitude. Heiskanen this year for me is going to be just even better than he was last year. He's arguably their best defenseman right now. I, I would say he's better than Klingberg. Klingberg is supremely offensively talented Heiskanen is both he's that guy that can skate circles around your entire team he moves the puck so well his shot is smart he doesn't have a huge shot it's a smart shot he gets it through he gets it on net he finds the holes and defensively he's reliable yeah you look at what he was tasked to do as a 19 year old rookie he played huge minutes against top line guys for opposing teams as a rookie it's not like Darlene who had a couple of guys that could guide him in, in there and say, oh, it's okay, Rasmus, you know, go to Ikea in your spare time. Get a nice ice cream cone to heal your wounds. No, no. That's, uh, H- Haskinen had to jump right in there. He was like, none of this block beep stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to look at the other teams as well, like in uh, the Central Division, not just the Western Conference. you got like Winnipeg who's going to dip, right? Yeah. St. Louis. I don't know. They're just like, they won the cup, so they always like, get that like. Yeah, but they lost fever. their best player, Patrick Maroon. <laughs> That's a big loss. It, it, I, I, I think it's a big loss. I don't think people give enough credit to what Patrick Maroon does for teams. He's with uh, Tampa, Tampa now, right? Yeah. He's going to be shadowed there. Yeah, well, sure. you know, when he played with Edmonton, he sure made McDavid a better player. <laughs> better than Lucic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, no. People forget what Patrick Maroon did. I actually like Patrick Maroon, to be fair. I stumbled on that name. <laughs> People forget what he did with Anaheim. Like when he played with Getzlaff and Perry, yeah. he was a good. He's a good power forward winger. But no, I definitely think like there's argument that can be made that Dallas won't win the division or the conference, which is why I think saying that they're going to win is a, is a good hot take. Because like you got to look at other teams as well when you're considering one team winning, right? And I could. You're right. Like Nashville is the only team that I see them that they can't overcome, right? Like. There's, well, there's, yeah, even I, with I, the loss of Subban, right? Like their defense is. Well, is, it really, is it really a loss though? I mean, I think Subban has. He is becoming. He's slowly in. in he's encroach, uh, encroaching. Approach. That's that's uh, in, encroaching is yeah. correct, Professor Breed. <laughs> but it would be encroaching on one. It yeah. He's encroaching on overrated steps. So I don't think so. No, he's encroaching like or thing. approaching. Actually, works there for the grammar nuts in the in our he, audience. He is very overly rated in his own zone. He does make piss poor decisions with the puck. 
especially now that he's losing a step with his like he's had a lot of back injuries now so he can't do what he did and recover but the, you got to look at it from the point of view like the role he's going to play for new jersey which kind of takes into my hot take as well but i feel like he's just gonna be a prominent player for them yeah like what he brings offensively as a defenseman versus what he does as like defensive blunders i just think that overshadows his defensive I'll, mistakes I'll put, yeah, I'll put it this way the last two seasons have made the Subban for Weber trade less, I guess, like hurtful for Canadians fans. Like Shea Weber has had a very good two years with the Montreal Canadiens, even granted with, with yeah, that had more to do with their uh, that's season captain play. Weber. And and be, and I think a lot of that trade not looking so bad for Montreal now is not because of how Weber has been playing, but more so how Subban has been playing with Nashville. I just think he's gonna thrive in New Jersey. To be honest, hey, well, yeah, that's fair. So what is your take? So you said something about New Jersey. Uh, yeah, I you know. think that... Uh, I was going to say that they're going to make the playoffs, but I think that's pretty obvious considering how shit the other teams really are. Uh, so uh, my hot take is that they're going to win the Metropolitan Division. Ooh. Whoa! Yeah. Good uh, those are some absolute flaming hot Cheetos right there. So what? They got Jack Hughes right now. I honestly think that Taylor Hall, unless he gets injured again... That's, yeah, that's, that's a, a hot one. take in itself. Yeah. Taylor Hall <laughs> Taylor playing Hall more than 60 play, games. Taylor, Taylor Hall will play over 70 games this year. Ah, I just feel like they're motivated right now. I mean, they Taylor got Hall Taylor has Hall. has a permanent bandage. Taylor Hall is essentially like Cartman from South Park. Like Cartman, you know he's going to die at the end of every episode. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Kenny. Kenny, bro. Kenny, Kenny, you dumb hey, fuck. Cut that up, okay, okay. Hey, no swearing. <laughs> That's worse than my, my blunder at the Jays game. I thought it was Cartman. I don't watch the show. Neither do I, man. Not even I do that. Well, okay, what's worse? My, my fuck about the Jays game where I thought the... Uh, the, the oh, no, that was worse. That, that was, that was hilarious. Red Sox I, okay, so I was I was chirping the Red Sox pitcher, thinking that okay, I was chirping the pitcher. What was who, who was it that it was up? Was it Zoik? No, he was the start of that game. It was it was some relief pitcher, but okay. So I was looking at the board, and I was like, I saw the name of the relief pitcher on like the scoreboard, so I started chirping him, thinking that he was the Red Sox pitcher. Turns out it was the fucking Jason. I don't see uh, you know what? Actually, I'm fully, was, I'm fully, I'm fully. Um, it was so funny. I'm looking this up right now. I'm going to their roster. Like I actually need to know because the moment was so freaking. Like with hilarious. all the confidence in the world, I got up and started chirping this guy. <laughs> and then Brad looks at me. He's like, "Yo, that's our fucking pitcher, buddy." <laughs> was it Font? And... Was it Wilmer Font? No. Like you were at the game and you were. Your intention was to chirp I, I the Red Sox I, pitcher. I have, I have no excuse for that type of. Behavior. Were you drunk? No, I wasn't. Who was it? Tim Mesa? I feel like you've named everybody except him. It was a relief pitcher. I know. I'm looking for. Or maybe not even a closer. Was it a closer? No, because the thing is, like, you get a guy. Schaefer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's who it was. Yeah. That's who it was. Adam. Adam stands up. Hey, Schaefer, you're fucking trash, bud. And I like before anybody says a word, I look over at him. I'm like, that's our fucking pitcher. And he's like, <laughs> pitcher right now. That's why we're crying. No, that's the thing. Like, if you get like someone who walks into like a baseball game with zero IQ about what's going on, you at least know which team's pitching. Anyways, as Dominic Hasek, get off me! <laughs> so yeah, if you look at their forward lines, right for New Jersey, right, you got Taylor Hall, who I think is gonna have a hell of a year. Um, Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes, uh, <laughs> Brad's favorite player, Kyle Palmieri. <laughs> Ew. And they got Wayne Simmons, right? So, and I think they have a good structure on defense as well with PK you coming in. You guys are forgetting in. my real favorite player plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Davy Clarkson. What's his middle name? Davy Meatmasher Clarkson. Dave the Pain Train Clarkson. Sorry, Arkham's never going to come back as a guest, so we keep cutting him off. <laughs> the only thing that I would say would be a problem with New Jersey is their goaltending. Goaltending. <laughs> hey, what's the joke on that? I forget who, was it from one of the podcasts? Yep. Adam and I were going at it about Calgary's goaltending. And he's like, Mike Smith is good. He'll win a Vezina. And I was like, bro. <laughs> Add that to the list of things that we made up of what Adam said. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and like I said before too, right? You'll need other teams to dip. Maybe Washington could. Well, Pittsburgh lost Kessel, so I, I can't. I can't say that the Metro isn't. And then with Columbus being out, I definitely think they're going to be a top three team in the Metro. New Jersey, like who else do you got, right? Besides Pittsburgh and Washington, Columbus is dipping out. No, Columbus is dropping. Well, the Islanders were followed as well because last year they had the goalie tandem. Now they're depending on Simeon Varlamov. I mean, there's no guarantee he's not going to beat. There's no guarantee. Is he, compete- <laughs> is he competing with uh, another goaltender? Is he it's Bryce, Bryce, Bryce and Varlamov. Oh, yeah, no, it's no guarantee Varlamov is going to play more than 15 games. Like, yeah, it's true. Before, before he gets charged again. Yes. <laughs> But then again, then again, though, I mean, we we have to give them credit for what they did. They very trusted. They reformed their defense really well, like the defensive structure. And I mean, everyone thought that Vegas was going to fall off in the second year, and that just wasn't the case. Like they were, they were pretty much one penalty kill away from making it to the second round. Oh, so. I do got to point out. I love how when we do our hot takes, we're talking about one team, but then Adam goes on talking about a totally different and <laughs> their structure. I know. Yeah, after this podcast, we'll be throwing up a poll on Twitter whether or not uh, you guys want me to keep coming back for these things. <laughs> so, Jeremy, make sure you open up a lot of Twitter accounts and start voting. Talking about Nashville and their depth. <laughs> so, real, actually, real hot take of the, the whole potty right now. Who gets charged first, Varlamov or Captain Underpants? <laughs> That's a good... I'm going Captain Undies. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Captain Undies, yeah. Ooh... I'm just disappointed in all this. Like, he didn't actually moon her. Like, I know. If you're, if you're, under, you Austin, Austin, if you're going to moon her, bare cheeks, bud. <laughs> Cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with all that ass? <laughs> she's, she's probably fucking suing him because his ass wasn't nice either. It was probably it was probably like lumpy. Yeah, he's like, this guy doesn't squat enough. I'm going to squat one of those that like was kind of patchy, hairy too, like a Mac Mindenhall. Oh man! <laughs> I think we have uh, one more hot take. One more hot take. Okay. Je- definitely get out, get at us on social media, at the Sports Rooster on Instagram, Sports underscore Rooster on Twitter, and the Sports Rooster on Facebook. We'll check all the all that stuff, and we'll get to your opinions. Adam, our last hot take. Okay. You guys ready for the spicy take? Well, you guys ready? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. So my hot take for the twenty. <laughs> What's funny about that is you tried to catch it even after it tried falling out. How did it like rebound off my tongue like that? Oh. This would be great for YouTube. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, you could have like a couple of cameras set up. For those that don't know, uh, I was trying to eat a chip while Adam was talking to keep pissing him off, and it flew out of my mouth. 
If people are listening to this podcast on the bus, this is going to be the reaction. Actually, yeah, come, 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 to, come to think of it, when I say it out loud, it's not funny. All right, so my hot take for the 2019-2020 season is that Chicago Blackhawks forward Alex Dabrinkit will win the scoring race and win his first Maurice Rocket Richard trophy this year. And here's the reason why. Last year, there was a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 way tie with 41 goals. And six of those players finished with 10 goals less than the winner, Alex Ovechkin, who is aging poorly, I would say. I poorly? Think. Poorly because he has yet to have injuries in his career and he's bound to hit one wall. And uh, he's just, it's a weaker team, I think, this year for Washington, so I don't see him scoring 50 goals again. Um, the only other player I'd say who might win the scoring race would be Austin Matthews, but that wouldn't be a hot take. So mm. Alex Brinkett last year scored 41 goals playing on a very, very bad Chicago Blackhawks team. And I believe I wrote in my article that the uh, Patrick Kane and Brinkett line scored, I believe, about 60% of... Kane by himself had about 40% of their entire team's production. Exactly. So He's worth $10.5 Yeah, <laughs> he is. We, this is another conversation or a debate for another time but at one point i said that kane wasn't worth the money i was wrong i'll admit to that brady you were right like usual back to what i'm saying <laughs> so alex Debrinkit scored 41 goals on a very bad blackhawks team playing with essentially one line mate before they traded yep. for uh dylan strong yep i agree so this year they're playing in a weaker central division where the only true competition i'd say is nashville and dallas Winnipeg has gotten significantly worse, losing mm. Truba, Myers, and potentially Bufflin. Yeah. Hellebuck had an offseason last year. And it's not going to be helped out with the drop in defense this year. Not to mention that four mm. out of the top ten ranked NHL goalies are now playing in the Atlantic Division, so his competition of goaltending... Oh my god, you're right. Isn't, <laughs> ...isn't as strong. And, like, he kind of came out of nowhere. Like, everyone knew that he was a shorter guy who could skate fast and shoot the puck... But no one thought that he was a 40-goal scorer. And last year, he proved that to be the case. Uh, this year, he'll be playing again with Patrick Kane, except now he'll have Dylan or yeah, Dylan Strom on yeah. his line. And Dylan Strom showed that he can turn around from his um, what a Arizona days. Like, My God, I know you hated him and his style of play. Again, he's a pretty slow guy. But since uh, Chicago traded for him, that line has been pretty destructive. I didn't hate him. I just thought he was not a top-three guy. Yeah. And I, I just told, told you that all along. I said... This guy doesn't have the the stuff to make it as a point per game top six elite forward that he was drafted to be. But my turn to eat my words. Wow, playing with super speedy on the wings like Kaner, Kaner, you let him control the puck. Strom has a good mind for the game. He's just slow. Same deal with you get to bring it on the other wing. Holy, you don't have to be fast. You, you just have to be smart playing with those guys and you pile on goals. Anyone on that line is just, I, you know what? I think that is a very spicy take, but good evidence to back it up, especially playing with Kaner. I mean, Patrick Kane has finished top 10 in assists the last five, four or five years in the league. Basically every year he's been. Yeah. So Patrick Kane is, is just a bonafide playmaker and he's not going to change. One of the best players in the league. He's that's just factual. And, I mean, if you think about it, like, the, the guys who finished ahead of him in scoring, you have, uh, let's see here, for goals. So, guys who finished ahead of Debrinkit in goals, you have Patrick Kane, who I think will probably defer some of that goal scoring to Debrinkit, and probably Strom. 
Yeah, Steven Stamkos, who, I, I, again, he this guy is like, he's a 1D type Alex Ovechkin. All he does is score goals, especially on the, from the slot and the power play. Slot, exactly. um, I think this year, the reason why he kind of goes down in scoring is mainly because Tampa is going to start to contribute the load management into their their team. Because last year was a f- debacle. Like The 18-wheeler fell off the cliff really hard last year to, to, to break records for regular season wins and then still and then get, get swept. swept by a wildcard team. I don't think they come back from that easily, and they're good. they're definitely going to try and incorporate some sort of load management, whether it's playing less games or less ice time, whatever it is. But Stamkos probably won't score 45 goals again. Uh, John Tavares. To break all the records and get swept. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Wow. And they lost Anton Stroman. I mean, Anton Stroman, like, he's not uh, your top defenseman. Like, not to get carried away here, but he's, he's a big loss for them too. So we'll see what Tampa does. Uh, the next, the third highest scorer was John Tavares. Uh, I don't think he's going to fall off, but missing Hyman for the first month is definitely going to affect that line. Uh, Marner, as great as he is as playmaking, it was Hyman who got the puck from the corners. You can't, uh, anyone who criticizes Hyman, Hyman is an underrated guy. Anyone who criticizes Hyman playing the top two lines is probably a dummy and doesn't really understand hockey. Like, it's one thing to have analytics, and it's another thing to understand how hockey is played. Oh, you know my hate relationship with analytics you need a workhorse no matter what you think analytically and zach hyman was that guy so i i, I do see john Tavares and marner kind of having a slow start to the season because kapanen isn't exactly what hyman is um leon dreisaitl who scored the second most goals i think edmonton's going to be forced to split up uh, mcdavid and dreisaitl because they're going to want to try and make the playoffs and as much as i like dreisaitl brady does make a good point he's not as good on his own so he won't be scoring as many goals and Ovechkin, like I said, he's bound to hit a wall with injuries. He's up for a new contract, I think, in a couple of years. So he's going to be trying really hard to try and make money in his final final extension. And that might push him to the point of injury. So who knows? Is this not Ovechkin's contract year? Uh, I think he... Okay, might, again, don't, don't quote me, but I, I think he might have one more year after this. We'll check afterwards. We'll yes. edit it in. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously a hot take means that it's something that's unpopular. And I honestly, I, I could see that Dabrinkit winning the Maurice Rocket Richard. Did you want to get into the little fantasy talk? Yeah, you know what? Actually, Adam, I think great shout with Dabrinkit. I think Spen Dallas. Oh, that's spicy. That's spicy. Fish, New Jersey winning the Metro. You're wild. <laughs> you're actually like, you're a wild Atlantic salmon. Like, or should I say a wild metropolitan salmon? <laughs> 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 Yeah, for me, I think, why don't we just, our, for those of you that don't know, it is our hockey draft tonight. We're all really excited. For me, I was just going to say, let's do a quick little game. This can be called, our uh, our little game called, Who is Drafting Who? And Who is an Idiot? For those of you that don't know, we obviously play fantasy sports quite a bit. Adam is our fantasy sports guru guy plays how many five you play five different fantasy sports he's crazy either his life is fantasy sports but for hockey we have a couple of goons that tend to stick with favorites and tend to draft a little bit erratically so i was thinking why don't we play a little game let's start with fish fish pick somebody anyone in our group who you think they're going to draft and why you think it's a bad decision 
Okay, so the second you brought up the segment, I already had a name at the top of my head. I'm going to go with Kirk. <laughs> and I feel like in the fourth round, he's going to choose Ryan Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Solely because Adam introduced, or we did have it before too, but he was very uh, heavy on uh, the stats of hits. Mm. And just based on that, Kirk's just going to assume, assume that hits equals a heavy kind of guy. And it's going to be uh, Ryan Reeves. Bro, if he takes Ryan Reeves in the fourth <laughs> round, I will cry. Okay, I want to just say something to back up Arkham's point because this is factual. Okay, we'll A few years ago, <laughs> Kirky, our boy Kirk, drafted Kevin Bieksa in the fifth round. I think he maybe got, what, 10 points that year? He maybe got 10 points in his fucking career. <laughs> so, Kirky, I swear to God, if you pick Ryan Reeves... We're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> at least if you pick Ryan Reeves that that quickly, like I mean, Rebo might be he might be uh, like valuable fun. like way late, if not like a good waiver wire pickup. But like, yeah, don't get him in the fourth round. Oh, that is a shout! I want to go before anybody else goes. Real quick here, my shout is targeted at A Arkham and B Dylan. One of these plebs is definitely plebs. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee one of these clowns has taken William Nylander within the first four rounds. I, you heard it here first. Take a screenshot. Oh, yeah, no, if your name I'm, is Adam Yunes, take a screenshot and then tell me in five months when it doesn't come true so you can chirp me. Arkham or Dylan is taking Willie Nylander and they're going to say, but he's going to get 80 points. <laughs> okay, yo, fourth or fifth round is it's fine. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, it's fourth round. Anything before the fourth round. I think Dylan might take him in the third. Considering where he is, bro, that's so loose. Also, on a side note, I I mentioned this to Adam when we were coming here. I was like, if Brad were to get the first pick, he'd legit go for Marner. What? What? Yeah, you'd pick Marner if you had first overall. I have first overall. It's there's no because because Marner's going first round, and if you get first pick, you're not losing him. That's what I'm thinking. That's a shout. Spen and I Spen and I were talking about it earlier. I said if I get any pick other than one, I'm taking Ovechkin. <laughs> I actually have nothing to contribute to this. Straight up. Really? Nobody. You don't have anything crazy. No. For Jacob, you got three picks. I know. <laughs> what are his three picks? <laughs> that just clued in to me. Jacob, you got three clicks. Yeah, no, I, I, I got nothing. Who do you think Jer's going to take? Oh, Jer will take Ovi. He loves Here. Ovi. I'm going to actually shake things up. Instead of... Top 12. Oh, yeah, we can do that too. But um, as opposed to chirping someone who's going to make a bad pick, I'm going to turn to myself and chirp myself because I have a very bad track record of this. I am probably, knowing my luck, will get a top five pick in the first round. Uh, to prefix this, uh, every single year that we've ever done a draft, Adam has had a top four or higher pick, while I have never had a pick higher than seventh. It just so happens to be that I'm also the commissioner. Last year, last last year, in fact, I had the third overall pick, and then instead of getting my way and having the third overall pick, Adam <laughs> had to reshuffle the draft because our friend Zach was probably Shout too to high. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how do you? But like, guys, <laughs> I honestly like I forgot like how to log in. So can we just start it again? <laughs> Zach, love you, buddy. But come on, I went from having third to seventh. And Adam went from having second to first. Uh, but yeah, like, like I was saying, knowing my luck, I'll probably get a top five pick and ultimately blow it. 
Uh, my football fantasy, I had third overall and picked Baker Mayfield, and he has been hot garbage. So I will probably end up taking a guy like, I don't know, Brent Burns, top three, and he <laughs> will uh, injure himself, and that'll be, that'll be my, my day. By the way, Adam last year had his had first overall pick, and to be nice to everybody, he picked Kucherov over McDavid. <laughs> Guess who had the better season? <laughs> That's a great clip. I might keep that. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to shout out a couple of people that I think are going to make solid drafts. A guy every year that makes an excellent draft is the real Jacob. Not Mike. Fuck you, Mike. Stop clicking auto-draft, you idiot. Make a free agent move for once. <laughs> At least check your trade block so that when I offer you William Carrier for Sidney Crosby... It's not sitting there for 13 months of the year, okay? <laughs> Secondly, um, Ryan. Yeah, good try, Grapes. Ryan, same birthday. <laughs> His email account linked to Facebook says, This is not Jacob. <laughs> I don't know not Jacob at gmail.com. <laughs> Like, you know how people can put like, and he's not Ryan about that. <laughs> no, you know how people, you know how people put like, you know how like Adam has his like the real you and Z, so like uh, Jacob's is like not the real Jacob. <laughs> this is no, it's like a bot account, one hundred percent American, sexy. Yes, this is a real Ryan. <laughs> what you see, my pics. But Mike, Mike's is not the real Jacob, and then Ryan's is. Still not the real Jacob. <laughs> anyway, going back to Jacob, guy has a, a fantastic draft every year. He like Garen, quietly goes about his business yeah. and like really does well. But w- one thing he always loves, he loves his Swedish defenseman. I guarantee you he's going to take Klingberg again. Kling- Klingberg's probably going to be real good for him, but that's actually the only thing I could think of him reaching a little high for. Adam, actually, you always have a really good draft too, I have to say. Yeah, you usually do. I usually have a pretty good draft after, like, after the first or second round. Um, I, I remember three years ago, or four years ago, I drafted Ovi in the first round, and this is when he had 35 goals or something like that uh, by the end of the season. And my bottom seven draft picks had the same amount of points as my top seven draft picks. So, again, it's like... My, so I don't know if that's really good drafting or really bad drafting. It's, it's overthinking my first half and then doing really well. And then and actually using that, your, yeah. your hockey IQ to draft. I tend to overthink things, and I'm hoping that changes this year. And I won't end up taking um, Mark Giordano first overall because he had a great <laughs> year last year and won uh, Norris. You didn't take Mark Giordano first overall. No, actually, I did draft Mark Giordano last year and traded him to fucking Kirk, and he won the Norris. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again. Which he didn't deserve. Who did you trade him for again? Actually, serious question. Not like one of those questions yeah. where I ask who oh. you traded him for and then it was some dope. No, it was some dope. Uh, I forget who it was, though. Uh, anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm not going to take shots at anybody because, I mean, I I make stupid moves. But Well, honestly, I think uh, it's going to be exciting either way. I'm really looking forward to it. Other than that... Thanks for playing. Um, let's shit on all of our buddies.com. Mike, don't fucking auto-draft, pal. Uh, and with that being said, I'd like to thank the boys for coming out again for another potty.
So thanks you, thank you to Brady and Adam. Anytime. Uh, sorry if I was shit dog shit, boys. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll shake off the rust for next podcast and uh, do a better job and won't uh, rant so much. I cannot wait to hear the chirps fly in my way. I deserve every bit of it, boys. I'm excited. All right. Uh, and I'd like to thank Arkham for our first ever guest appearance on the pod. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. When he says thanks, Arkham, Arkham's response should just be bubbles. <laughs> should be like a clip from like SpongeBob, like find like a sound clip. Oh my god. I was talking to my parents about that the other day. I was like, thank you for letting me watch that show. Because it's proven to make you stupid and you still let me watch it. All these like Generation Z kids who like who love these Spongebob memes probably didn't see those episodes. They were like from the early 2000s. They were like OG Spongebob. Spongebob has taken over the meme game. Oh, yeah. oh like, it's so good. Every yeah. month there's a new SpongeBob meme. It's so and great. And it's been that way since memes came out. Yeah. Well, like I've had SpongeGar as my uh, fantasy logo for like the longest. What was it, what was the original SpongeBob meme like? Was it Mean Patrick? No, no. Was it Out of Breath with his SpongeBob no, with no pants on? Or what, was it was it Mr. Krabs with the? Yeah, I think oh, it was Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was woozy Mr. Krabs. <laughs> that was the OG SpongeBob meme. The only one I didn't really like, and it was. More funny, like without the meme, was the uh, chicken talking one because I never saw that episode. You know, it was, like, oh, it's the, so funny. The, the uppercase and the lowercase letters. Yeah, that was so funny. It's funny when it's on its own when someone just like types it, but when the meme is involved, like I... oh, that was so funny. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. I think my my favorite one though to this day is the Patrick Star <laughs> on the uh, on the, on the top thing looking down. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. One. I can't name my favorite SpongeBob. My favorite one is the SpongeBob. They're just so him good. looking confused. It's like when you when your parents. I think I saw one. It was so funny. It's like, when your parents leave the house and you got the hand cream in your, in your hand, <laughs> and then you hear the door open again, it's like. <laughs> No, but there's so many good ones. There's Doodle Bob, like oh, just no. straight, straight. What it's like when you're on a first date and all she says is "Niho I mean ya." They're just they're so or like uh, the one where Patrick has like bowling pins in his teeth. In Finland. <laughs> Where's the link? Endless SpongeBob memes, just mm-hmm. endless. The newest one is pretty crazy. Too. I'm a head out. Yeah, that one's good. Speaking of, I, I'm a head out. Anyway, yeah. I, so boys and girls, if you liked what you heard here, please keep listening to us. But if you thought our topics were hot garbage today, feel free to tweet at us about topics you'd love to hear in the next podcast, and we will reference your Twitter handle. Shameless plugs here, there, everywhere, and we will talk about what you want to hear. And Spencer, what's our Twitter handle again? At sports underscore rooster. You can get us get at us on Twitter with those hot takes. And I mean, if you want to get at us on Facebook or Instagram, it's at the sports rooster on both. Uh, my name is Spencer Poprowski. Thank you very much, guys and girls. See you later.
I don't know. Is that one of the dumbest things you've ever heard in your whole life? <laughs> Count it down. Three, two, one. Hit record. <laughs> you cannot be fucking for real right now. <laughs> for real. Fuck. Why would I simplify your... your <laughs> No, have, you ever, have you ever tried doing that? Like the sync up, sync up phones <laughs> no, to make the song louder? Like, you can play at the exact same time. I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, I'm glad Jesus had a good Christ. I was just fucking around with you. That was so funny.